Oh, okay. pretend. Oh. oh, that's a good one. Oh. Alrighty. Of course it's a good pop. Layer. It's literally what's for dinner. <laughs> what about the donuts? Oh, oh yeah. Are there too. Donuts and donuts are for dinner. And oh, beer is for hey. dinner. Well, folks. Part of everyone's diet. Yep. Ooh, that's a nice color. And we're back. We're back, and we have a guest. There's four of us, not three of us. Hooray! Four <laughs> is more than three. Uh, today, we have on a man named Mike Hodgson. The man. He is the yeah. owner, the brewer, the... Uh, everything else. Everything else <laughs> uh, for the uh, Cowdog Brew Company. Cowdog Brew Company. How's it going, guys? Good. How are you? Welcome. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for what having are me. We, what are we drinking here? A little head tilt action? Yeah, this is our uh, flagship pale ale, uh, Head Tilt. Uh, it's a recipe I've been working on for the better part of a decade. Oh. Back when I was home brewing. So, tastes tastes better than when I was making in my bathroom, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, fair. Fair. Yeah. Every, those of you that home brew, you know what I mean. <laughs> and for yes. those of you that don't, you can imagine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for someone who uh, home brewed in, in chilled batches of beer in his oh. bathtub as well, yeah. I. Uh, it's much nicer to throw it into a tank and let glycol do that rather than yeah. uh, some ice water in a bathtub. Or having a heat exchanger when you're uh, running off. Yeah. Yeah. It's quite These two other guys we definitely understand know all what of we're those talking things. about. Adam and I are experts in the drinking capacity of this. Right, so. And you are our favorites. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So we, we do the drinking. That's you why we do, do this brewing. for a living. I already told Mike before he came on, I said, you can nerd out on the beer with Nick. Yes. And Adolfo and I will drink that beer. That yeah. sounds like a plan. <laughs> uh, so for the beer nerds of us, uh, tell us a little bit about the, the recipe here. What uh, What's the inspiration? and? Uh, um, so the biggest, like, uh, I wanted to make something I, I called hockey beer, essentially. Something that you would want to mm. sit down. You'd want to have a few when you're sitting around, you're watching a game. Or you're just hanging out in general. You want a nice, easy drinking beer. Um, I'm more, I prefer, like, more malt-forward beers. So that's why it's okay. more malt-forward yep. taste. And so with this is... I don't want to say I wanted to compete with Blue Buck, but I kind of... Blue Buck was always my go-to for when I was going to Darcy's or the Tudor House when it was still a, a bar. Um, you know, you just have... It's, it was always a safe bet. And I really want... I wanted this beer to be that. Like, if you ever see it on the shelf and you don't really know, you're like, oh, that's going to be a good one. I want to yeah. have that. It's, you know... This is a beer I made for basically for everyone. As many people as I really... Yeah. Reliable. Yeah. Approachable. Yeah. Clean, easy drinking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You it's definitely nice got malt in this for sure. It's a yeah. very malty, malty pale, which, correct me if I'm wrong, isn't typically a pale ale characteristic. Kind of is. Is um, it? Depends, depends on the style. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. It's it, there's uh, the they, they've changed the style guidelines so many times now. Like uh, was it where we at BCJP 2015 or 2019? I can't even remember. Uh, 2018, I think, is the most recent one. Yeah. Uh, no, but yeah, definitely. like. There, there are different kinds of pale ales, obviously. You have, yeah, these guys good. know what we're talking about. BCJP, obviously, yeah. 2018, the, These obviously. two guys are more used to the, the superfluxes and the yeah. things of that sort. Whoa, whoa, where it, whoa. Yeah. Don't but but they're, they're, they're not on the judging bash. side. They don't, they don't yes. look at the... Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, and also, for the beer nerds, if you take a look at the can, there's a little uh, little homage to... Mm. I want to see if... Uh, I think one person's going to see it. Yeah. Okay, so we have 0.4 big A little A plus big B so little B. So part, part of the inspiration for the label was uh, was it that thinking meme where they had the math going yep. over. Mm. 
And so we're, well, when me and my wife and my marketing people were having a talk about this, they suggested that. My wife's actually suggested it first. Um, and I'm like, well, I have all the brewing math. These are actual calculations used in the brewing industry. Yep. Hmm. Um, so that's uh, kind of where, like, for that label design, I kind of was like, oh, you know, a beer. Like, if you if you weren't a beer nerd or you weren't in the industry, you probably wouldn't notice. You'd be like, oh, numbers. Yeah. But if you, but if you, but if, that's yeah. what these two numbers. Yeah. Yeah. numbers. But, but, but you, know, you know what you're looking at? It's something you go, oh, okay. Yeah. So again, was it just like a little, like a, like a little homage type thing? Uh, cool. And correct me if I'm wrong here, but I'm gonna guess the uh, brewery is named after your dog. Yeah, after his nickname. Yes. Yes. Okay. Cool. Well, I'm glad to see that. That was gonna As be my next question. Dogs, is tell um, us a bit about the. The, the cow dog? inspiration behind the name. So, or cow dog. I was injured in a motorcycle accident back in 2015, so I was put onto a shore posting. Um, I was in the military at the time. Hmm. Anyways, um, decided to foster a dog, you know, because I was fully... I didn't realize the extent of my injuries, and also yep. didn't realize um, I had under, other underlying issues that I kept on pushing through, which... We're not going to talk about that. Um, so anyways, I started fostering this dog, and we had a really good bond. And about after a month, he finally, because he was very much astray when I when I fostered him. Like, he was yep. malnourished, scared of everything. Mm-hmm. Like, he was just not in good shape. After a month, he's coming out of his shell, and I'm like, okay, this is my dog. Yeah. So when I adopted him... I showed a friend of mine a picture, he, and without skipping a beat, he goes, "Oh my god, it's a cow dog!" Because his his coloring, his colorings are like he's a whole like the Holstein colorings, yeah. and also him being a part cattle dog, just makes sense. It works yeah. on so many makes levels. sense, yeah. And so, and so when we decided, when I was told my career in the military is over, start thinking about the future. That's kind of where Cow Dog Brew Company came from because I was thinking, what do I want to do? Hmm. Uh, then it was like, oh, what would brewery? I do I do this for fun all like every weekend, anyways. Why not do that? And then it's like, well, what am I gonna call it? I'm like, well, cow dog. I can't offend anyone with cow dog, yeah. right? Like, yeah. <laughs> Until you do, yeah. you, know, so you might find to... someone out yeah. there. True, but for the most part, like yeah. it's it's just a nice, it's approachable. Like I wanted the brand to be approachable too. Like I didn't want to like lean into the military thing. Um, I worked with an organization that did that pretty hard, and it just. That doesn't sit well with me. Like most people, you don't want the dog. Dog, like right? you take you take your can. You have a picture of a dog. It's cute. Yeah. Military, you can start really going down a rabbit yeah. hole. That For one. lack of a better term, it's it's kind of a niche market. Yeah, that's hit, exactly. You're gonna what hit it is. some people, and then like yeah, the people yeah. are gonna be turned off by it. So mm-hmm. I think that's what really draws me to the can itself. Like just based on can, it's very aesthetically pleasing. Like yeah. I would yeah. look at this and be like, huh. I've never had it. I'd be very curious to try it, just based on dog. So that yeah, well, yeah. Well, the, col- the colors were chosen actually because white, brown, and teal work well together. Yeah. Um, so shout out to my wife Samantha who picked the colors out, and then also my marketing people, Leechtown Designs. They are the ones that all my branding, like all the graphics, are done by Leechtown Designs of Victoria. Huge shout out to them. They are yeah. awesome. And if you're looking for branding people, shoot them a link. Like just they're. They're just amazing people, and they're really good at what they do. As, as you can see, I yeah. agree for sure. Yeah. This can is great. Like mm. honestly, the color is it's very, very pleasing. 
it's, it's, it stands out. Yeah. Yep. It's almost like it, it stands out, but it doesn't like scream at you kind of thing, yeah. mm-hmm. which I find a lot, of, a lot of cans uh, in British Columbia specifically, speaking from someone who uh, is coming from outside of British Columbia and into it, I find a lot of the cans yeah. are just like colorful, almost too flashy at times. Mm-hmm. But this has a lot of things to catch your attention, but it's not too busy at the same time, which I quite like. So, and it looks like Leech Shot actually updated their website with my project that they yep. helped me on. Just oh, they do oh, some stuff kick, for eh? Sidekick. Yeah, they do some stuff for Unleashed. There's Unleashed. another dog brewery. Side. I was actually just saying about Brewages. two weeks ago Brewages. that I loved Unleashed uh, Brewing. I love their marketing as well. Yep. Yeah. So I, I love what they're, one. Yeah, I love yeah, what they're doing or... as well, where they're trying to spearhead. Um, Allowing dogs into tasting rooms yes. because once again, someone from the states, dogs are allowed in tasting rooms in the states, and BC, obviously not. It depends on where you are in BC. There are yeah, some places yeah. that will. Yeah. Look at that! North right at the top, right at the top oh, yeah. of the page. And the new one. I knocked Jacob off number one. Yeah, suck it, <laughs> Jacob. Screw you, Jacob. Yeah, suck it. Uh, we all know Jacob. Yes. Too. You know Naked Jakey. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I also love that nickname, so I'm calling him that from now on. Yep. Well, you guys don't, don't, don't tell me I came up with that. I've just been calling him that for two years. Please, please explain. So yeah. 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 No, his name's Jacob, and I just called him Nakey Jakey. Oh, oh Nakey Jakey. Yeah. Nakey yeah. Jakey. Did he well, expose? No. Okay. No, I literally just came up with him one day, and that was it. <laughs> well, I like it. Nakey Jakey. I very rarely call him that, because most of the time we're in a professional setting, so it's kind of... Not. I'm calling it him oh, in professional know. settings. I'm going to walk into the brewery. Yep. What's up, Nicky Jakey? <laughs> <laughs> well, he listens, so now he Good. will expect it. Hi, Jacob. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Tell us a little, a little bit about yourself as well. Like, how did you get into beer? What made you decide that you wanted to <sighs> so, do brewing for so a you career? Said you've been working on this for 10 years. Yeah, yeah. this is one of this, my original recipe, just really. tweaks here and there. Um, my old homebrew owner, Duncan Blackman, he now owns Millstream Bre- uh, Beverage Company. He got really annoyed with me because I had the beer ADD. I wouldn't come up with a recipe. I'd just show up and I'd buy some ingredients and go make beer. And kind of figure it out on the fly kind of thing. Yeah, <laughs> but then, then I'm like, oh, this worked turned out really well. And i go, hey, can I get my old receipt? <laughs> <laughs> I need to know what I bought so I can replicate it again. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. Um, so for getting into home brewing, um, so about 2011, I was on what's called a QL5 course in the military. Think of it like a journeyman's course for yep. like in a tra- the other trades or whatever. Um, buddy of mine, he did um, Mr. Beer Kits, um, and so he hmm. goes to me because yep. we're we're having a little chin wag. Because we we literally just bunch of like twelve dudes finally just first met met each other. We're size like not sizing each other up, but you know you're talking you're trying to get to know people you've never met because we're going to be together for almost two years. And he brings up Mr. Beer, and I'm like, what's this? And like, you know, pull up the blackberry back okay, so the blackberry back. Um, <laughs> yes. um, that's something i haven't heard in a while like this pearl <laughs> yeah yeah the uh, pearl and, loved that phone. Yeah. so you know I, I, I realized like you can make beer at home like it was just this click i'm from yeah. manitoba like you make moonshine so. yeah <laughs> yeah and, and also craft beer was like like fort gary in met where i'm from so oh, yeah yeah, I've had a few of their beers, and that's yeah. the only only one I know from that area. So there, 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 now there's a quite a few more. There's actually some pretty good breweries out in Winnipeg. Yeah, uh, Kilter's yeah. really good. Yeah, uh, I, I haven't had that them a lot. I haven't had them or none such. I haven't had them either. <laughs> none such from there. Yeah, oh, I've heard of neither yeah. one of those. Like uh, was, uh, so Winnipeg breweries. That was it. Ah, uh, Torque Brewing's a really good one. I like. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to remember. I'm not realizing uh, I had more 
beers from that region than I thought I did. I just didn't know they were from there. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, so, like, I, I once in a while, my family lives out there, so I once in a while, I go back, and if yeah. I have time, I'll go breweries. But anyways, back to answer your question. Um, so, I ended up, I, so, the draft beer system I ended up just getting rid of is actually, I made that before I even made beer. I literally just went to a U-brew and said, hey, can you make this beer and put yeah. in cakes? Yeah. And that was, you know, and I, then later on, I'm like, I kind of rather just do this at home, and then that kind of spun up, and then the aha moment happened. Um, so there, we had a brew club called Rubik that started st- just getting started around that time. And we met up at Hoyne um, yep. right before he opened up. So like he was ho- like hosting us, and we were having a meeting talking beer. And so ho- Sean Hoyne, like, even before he was like, Hoyne Brewing, it was still just a building that was getting retrofitted, essentially. Yeah. Um, we were, like, a bunch of the members are showing us how to all-grain brew. And I'm like... Wait, that's possible at this scale? And then we went to Canadian Tire. We bought a Cajun injector, which if you're trying to get into homebrew and you want to get into all grain really cheap, Cajun injector is like $65, and you'll do a 20-liter batch. Perfect. Hmm. Cajun injector. Yep, it's a turkey. It's an electric turkey fryer. Yeah. Really? Yep. It's, ah, it'll get the job done. It will do the job. It'll do that and then fry your turkey. So there yeah. you go. Dual, dual use. Yeah. And I, like I said, if like, if you're looking to actually start to see if you actually like brewing, that's what I would recommend that. Just, yeah. um, you know, you can buy the kits that are cost more and they're good. Like, you know, you got your bucket, your carboy, yep. spoon, um, and a few other things. Like, they're not bad. They're not bad value. Gotta but the carboy. I gotta have the spoon. And I'm, I'm assuming, correct me if I'm wrong here, you went to KPU as well, yes, correct? Yes, yes, yes. Um, so, we're going to fast forward a decade. <laughs> um, so, basically, when I finally had my release date, I was able to go on what's called Voc Rehab. So, vocational rehab. Basically, try to reintegrate back into society. And, you know, just, it was like a, like a little benefit. Like, as the amount of damage <laughs> was... Quite a bit, so I, I I got a medical retirement. So part of that was I was a, a eligible to go and voc rehab, mm-hmm. which means for my last six months of my career, and then two years after that, um, they'll still like they'll allow me to go to school and just I'll have I'll have a series of benefits just to kind of help yeah, keep me on my feet. Yeah. Um. So I did a bunch of academic upgrading when I was teaching at the fleet school. Um, got into KPU by harassing them a lot. Um, <laughs> I, I like academically, I did not make like I didn't make the grade. I had to upgrade a lot of stuff, um, but I kept on showing up with beers I made. Like, like I say, I made in my bathroom. Like literally, it's where my fer- I put my fermentation chamber. Yeah, like, that's where that's where things uh, fermented. Um, just because it's the bathroom it has ventilation. Yeah, yep. it's meant to, for that stuff. It's just a better idea than the bedroom. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, anywhere that's carpeted, not meant uh, for my oh, beer. I learned that the hard way. As oh, did no. I. <laughs> I, uh, I had a very vigorous fermentation in my one of my apartments I used to live in. And uh, True plugged the, uh, the uh, bung yep. and had so much pressure, it actually fired. Because I, I threw a garbage bag over it just to protect it from light, because light-struck beer is not good. Little yep. word to the wise. And... Um, there's this mess everywhere, and I'm like, what the? And I, at the time, I had a cat, but I thought maybe the cat bad yeah. thing, but then I saw there was a mess on the ceiling somehow, and I'm like... <laughs> That's ne- never a good feeling when you're homebrewing. And I'm like, oh. 
and I finally realized it wasn't the cat. Yeah. It just had like just had so, such good ferment, good vigorous fermentation, which is great, but it was a bit too much for the setup I had at the time. Yeah. So that was that was a lesson learned. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I've had to uh, do some uh, carpet cleaning before because yeah. of things like that. <laughs> so. Cool. Cool. So, a quick question. Uh, I don't know if you've mm -hmm. listened to us before, but we are very heavy on the IPAs. Seems to be kind of the style that we all go for. Yeah, what is your your go to pale ale? Seems to was your go to for ten years. Um, it wasn't necessarily my go to. It was like when I was socializing. Okay. Um, when I'm like you know like I like a nice double IPA. Like I love the fat tug. Like okay. I, live, I live the tug life sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my again my go to like I said I have beer ADD. I don't really have a go to like I can say like I like IPAs because I, I love IPAs. Um, like hazies, I like barley wines. You give me a good strong barley wine and you're okay in my book. Yeah. Um, mm. A good good imperial stout like just mm. a good pilsner. Like I just give me a good beer like fair. You know yeah. and if you know, if I don't like the style I'll just say I don't like the style like. You're going to be hit or miss with the sour with me. Yeah, fair. But fair. that's again my personal taste. My wife, on the other hand, she loves sours. That's pretty much across the board here at this ah, table. Perfect. So. Yeah, I don't think we've featured a sour. On this no, we have. Yeah. We have pink lemonade sour. I think you brought it. Which you brought. It was not good. <laughs> People don't one. forget. Yeah. <laughs> we keep receipts. Someone yeah, left so. my memory <laughs> bank. But at least you tried something new. We did. Yeah. True. Yeah. 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 Challenge yourself every once in a while, right? Yep. So with you guys, what's your favorite go-to that's not an IPA? Ooh, good question. <laughs> that's not an I really like uh, First Press from Steel Oak. Is, so uh, it's their coffee. Oh, okay. Yeah. Coffee stout. And it's they release it every year, and it's phenomenal every time. And it's, they've never let me down. Yeah. I, try I mean, that. I don't know. I, I typically drink a lot of IPAs, unsurprisingly. <laughs> uh, oh, really? If, if I'm not reaching for an IPA, though, um, nice, like, Czech Pilsner. Yeah. Something with still a little bit of hop character, but nothing, like, super abrasive, and it's just nice and clean and crisp. Yeah. It's kind of hard to beat that. Good so, crispy Especially in a, in a social setting, like, if you're just sitting around. Oh, yeah. Drinking mm -hmm. a couple crispy boys. Yeah. It's kind of hard to go wrong with that. Yeah, Pilsner for me, too. And... Yeah, really getting into like the stouts and the yeah. the black lager, Schwartz beer styles. I my very much my sec my next set of recipes. Not not this next brew day coming up next week, but after that, I'm hoping to bring out my. Uh, not I don't want to call it a Schwartz beer because it's not. It's it's like a dark ale that's kind of like a Schwartz beer, but not. It's think of it almost like. Not like a dark matter, but the same idea where mm. it just came out of it doesn't really fit any style, but it was really good. Okay. Yeah. And so it's again, it's not like a dark matter, but it's I can't really describe it otherwise. It's kind of think of it like a dark matter, but not. Bit of a misfit. Yeah. Is it yeah. the one that's on your picture on your website? No. That one. No, that's actually a stock photo. <laughs> That's, so my website still the being power built. of marketing. My so my website still being built. I'm actually I do have to work on that stuff. So that's actually my way to expose them. Yeah, whatever. I'll do. <laughs> the, the whole the whole reason for bringing him in was just 
He's right on just, the ground floor here. Yeah, it's just, it's just, it's just a hit piece here. Story. Yeah. <laughs> so, what is your plan now? Like with with cow dog going forward, is there a location that you have in mind? Or are you also kind of Moo Woof? What? <laughs> Nothing. Said so also known as Moo Woof. Woof woof. The bovine canine. I, I'm now getting getting what he's saying. He's trying to make the noises that these animals a make. Moo woof. Or wolf moo. Moo wolf. Yes. Wolf moo. Leave, leave, leave the comedy to us. Or right. bull- <laughs> uh, do you have a location in mind? Are you thinking Langley? Are you? Uh, it depends. Um, right. It, d- it just depends on the market. Um, right now, I'm going to be focusing on just getting sales and contracting, to getting the name out there, building market share, and building, I guess, brand loyalty would be a, a good way to describe it. Okay. Like, just get myself out there. Um, you know, like I think. Uh, they, the podcast here when you first mentioned it I'm like oh, I don't want to do a podcast I'm like wait that's a bad idea to not do a podcast when you're getting invited <laughs> to a podcast yeah <laughs> I'm like wait, it's like, I gotta get myself out it's there. good to get the word out there right yeah I mean our reach is small but it reaches yeah but even yeah. if if you get me one more customer it's worth it <laughs> yeah there you go absolutely. <laughs> yeah absolutely is, do you want to open like a full on yes. tasting room at some point yes I do um, the, basically the way the kind of um, interest rates are working it's kind of what stopped me from hmm. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. kind of like, uh, I think I should hold, you know, yeah, yeah. and build up a bit. Yeah. And yeah. Fair enough, yeah. Put some beer out into the market, see how people respond to it, that kind of mm-hmm. thing. It's not a bad way to go because mm-hmm. rather than going just straight into a brick and mortar like a lot of people do, and then they find out, oh, wait, people don't, you know, just may, may, not, may or may not respond to what you have branding yeah. or, or beer-wise, it's always a smart idea, in my opinion, for, for companies to uh, figure out what they should do with their beer, or with their branding, and so on and so forth. I yeah. mean, granted, speaking from someone who works for a brewery that has a dog-focused branding, <laughs> uh, people like dogs. Yeah. So I don't think do I don't like think dogs. you're gonna miss of that. As soon as you throw a dog on a label, people are gonna like people it. Gonna so. be yep. Yeah. And like, who's who's gonna hate on a rescue dog? Yeah. No, and that's literally no one. <laughs> yeah. I mean. And if they do, you you're probably don't want you don't them want as a customer. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like, you can even see, like, like, you even see right here, like that. That's actually the way his ear is because he got chewed up. Mm. <laughs> so that's actually that's actually not a mistake. That's photorealistic. Lots of detail. Oh, okay. That's, cool. Yeah. Well, I say photorealistic, but they, that's all hand drawn. But that's fantastic. Yeah. Wow. I so this isn't in your other can teeths. Big teeths, yeah. Makes me laugh every time because yes. I love when dogs have that funny little like the teeths. Yeah, and it cracks me up. <laughs> the teeths, the teeths. So I would be an absolute sucker for this branding just because yeah. Yeah. I love dogs. I love rescue dogs. I have one myself. So for those of you out there listening, wondering what we're talking about because you can't see it, go find it. Go buy it. Yeah, um, and you'll be able to see it. Stores. Right. Um, if you if you ask them, they will come. Um, I'm certainly I'm certain to work in Maple Ridge, and I'm gonna sort of basically. Every few days are moving on and on and on, and I'm hoping, you know, get hoping to get out there. Um, like I said, we just canned this week. Yeah. So yeah, this is the first batch. This is the first batch. This, yeah, CD1. We got the exclusive. Exclusive, yes. baby. Look at us. Breaking news. Let's just post this real quick so people can see the can. Absolutely. Now that you have uh, access to the so access, I keep doing Speaking of, of locations and reach, where where would you want to be located if you uh, have a tasting room? Are you thinking more like Maple Ridge, Pitt Meadows, mm-hmm. Langley, Surrey, something along those lines? or I'm not 100% sure because it does depend on 
like traffic flow and and um, just cost. Yeah. Um, yeah. Preferably, I would like it on a major artery so that um, yep. it would be easy. And also, major artery with a good parking. So people, if when they're heading up, you know, up north or whatever, or out um, east, yeah, um, they they could just pull in, grab grab a couple packs, and you know, get going. Yeah, like I'm one of the biggest things that stops me from buying beer, like stopping at a place when I'm heading out for camping or fishing or whatever, is can I just get in easily? Like, is it a mm-hmm. pain? So I want to yeah. make sure you have to take twenty minutes to drive into town to get that. Or, yeah. yeah. Like, so I, I want to have a nice, an easy spot where when you're you know you're heading out and you're like, oh, we still need beer. He goes, oh, there's cow dog. Yeah. We'll, we'll get mm-hmm. a couple pale ales and you know a couple other things and you know you're gonna be happy. It's gonna be quick, easy, and you can carry on with your weekend. Yep. And you know have have a good weekend, have some beers safely of, of course, but yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. Only safely. What is your like ultimate vision for your tasting room, like inside and how? Inside, what it's, what oh, it's that you are putting me on the spot here. Oh, I know. Um, <laughs> I'm just curious. I, I was wondering how how far you're running with the with the dog theme. Well, preferably, I would like it if I, it's an area where I can have dogs inside. Yeah. Um. So you'll serve customers beer in, in dog bowls that they have to lick. Oh, that's yeah. beautiful. I would yeah. do that. So yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know. Like I, I like a nice rustic. <laughs> A nice rustic look, similar to what Camp Rural Dale does. Yeah. Just, mm-hmm. you know, nice, comfortable chairs, calm a- atmosphere, um, you know, the good walkways. Hang out with your dogs. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like a nice, a ni- nice, uh, and you know, like, and uh, if it's outside, if we if we can't have, well, dogs on the inside, obviously patio, and then covered patio, really, because... Yeah. Um, That's Bra- huge. That is huge. Brave's doing that right now, um, and it is amazing. Like their patio, I've gone there when it was raining, and Katrina would just turn on the fire for us, and I'd just be outside having a beer, and toasty, warm, not getting soaked. Yeah, good patio, and something you said as well that I think a lot of breweries overlook when they're when they're starting to open. You know, understandably so because there's bigger things to worry about, but uh, comfortable chairs Huge. rather than the old IKEA bar stool, which yeah. is you know it's fine, it gets the job done, Dumb but. I'm it is <laughs> the manager here doesn't know what he's what I'm talking about. Uh, it's not exactly the most comfortable thing to like sit in for a session of drinking. Like if you're if you're going out with some friends to have a couple pints, like you want to sit in one of those chairs with no backing. It's not comfortable after like mm-hmm. an hour, basically. Yeah. So like comfortable atmosphere, comfortable chairs. Got yeah, a couple and, dogs kicking around. Yeah. Hopefully some TV so we put some games on, like you know. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. what would be better than having like having some beers, having some wings, watching the the Habs uh, beat the Leafs. <laughs> I mean, anyone be oh, anyone. Oh, Habs fan? No, not really. I just really like picking on Leafs fans. Uh, uh, I, I can go. We on can appreciate that. Yeah. So I'm not um, even a Canadian no hockey fan. I like here. that. Ah. <laughs> so, yeah. No. When I think of like a good dog brewery, I think of like Fieldhouse setup where they have that like nice open yeah, grass area. Really yeah. Nice area. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I just would love it to not be on a road, <laughs> yeah. Just in case a dog gets out, but yeah. Um, that's always what I envision when I think about a, a brewery like this, where dogs are kind of the main focus. To have mm-hmm. a nice open grass field where you can yeah. kind of have some picnic tables and yes, different games and some of it's under cover now. So Fieldhouse is doing a good job out there. Surprisingly, I haven't featured them on here. We have not. Sure. Yeah. Also to unleash brewing, so hopefully they can keep spearheading that change in legislation for yes. uh, BC. So when you do eventually have a tasting room, uh, you can have dogs in it because, quite mm-hmm. frankly, that's a stupid law. 
And if it you is. don't like dogs, <laughs> Correct. I don't like you. Don't drink our beer. Yes. Don't say that. I'll, I'll still take your money. <laughs> yes. I will still don't take don't your speak money. for him. You I'll can speak you for double, us. I will, I will not. I will treat you fairly. <laughs> See, that's there good business go. owner right there. I like that. No bias. Even if you don't like dogs, which I don't understand how you cannot like yeah. dogs, he's still going to treat you fair. Yeah, exactly. It's just your money is still good. Yes, it's absolutely. Money's still valid. <laughs> this uh, this, this uh, I get canceled. This this beer I I quite like it. It's it reminds me a lot of uh, an ESB. Yeah, like okay. an, an English pale ale mm-hmm. kind of kind yeah. thing. Okay. Yeah, like you like you said earlier, it's blue buck ish. Yeah, it's just there, it, it has more character that sure. isn't it, you know an it, it, that that was not really the intent at the time. But just kind of this way it worked out, and I'm really sorry, Phillips, and I'm sure I'm gonna get my ass kicked later. <laughs> I don't think anyone from Phillips listens, and if they do, we won't throw you on the bus. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, so yeah, it was just like a thing. Like I like a more malt forward, yeah. um, you know, more British style, tight something that's more malt forward. Yeah. Um, that's just, and so like I like I said, the, most of these recipes I've made for me, and I have tweaked some of them. Um, so the wheat beer that's uh, I'm gonna do. Um, is a derivative of the wheat beer I made for my, my uh, graduation project at KPU, which took bronze at the Canada Nationals nice. um, last okay. last year. Congrats. So it's it, it's not the same recipe. It is going to be changed because it's more what I want to do yeah. as opposed Fair to because you know just just the way some things happen at KPU, which I'm not complaining about. It's just brewing industry stuff happened and yeah. so like yeah. th- things had to be changed and it turned out great don't get me wrong like I am very happy with the product yeah but now I have complete control yeah that's yes. kind of a nice thing correct me if I'm wrong but uh, senior projects at KPU and at most brewing schools like Niagara College and things of that sort Olds in Alberta uh, when you're doing senior projects and stuff like that you have to fit it in between the, the style guidelines to a yes. T correct Yes, you are marked on the style, not on the flavor. The quality of the beer, actually. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. The, well, the quality QAQC is taken into account. Yeah. But, yeah, you're... you're Because um, when we had our, our marks, I had one one of my judges, he marked us, I think he like 45 out of 50 or whatever. Yeah. But then everyone else was... It was lower because they actually did buy the style guidelines. Yes. I, mm. I think uh, whoever whoever gave me the 45, which again is really... Like, that's a high grade. Like, that if is... If you get a 45 at a beer award, yes, you're, that's, you're, you're looking finishing at first. Yeah. Yeah, you're looking at worlds. Yeah. But this is just because he, he liked it so much. He's like, 45. Yeah. Um, mm. But with, but, but <clears> with uh, my, our beer, is because of the E-string we had to use... It didn't really fit in any style guidelines because yeah. we couldn't get the proper yeast in, and then it was just like, ah, screw it, we're just going, to, we're going to send it. Yeah, it turned out great. Like, don't get me wrong, we got you know, a pass and B took a bronze. Yeah, so <laughs> that always helps. Can't complain about that. Ex- exactly. Yeah. the The thing about beer st- uh, style guidelines is they're good to to start as a starting yes. block, but it's not the be all end all. The most important thing at the end of the day is that people enjoy the beer. That's and that, true. Yeah. It sells. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sounds key. Yeah. Sounds you know, key. If you fit in a style guideline and your beer's not selling, it really doesn't matter. It's, really yeah. <laughs> it's, it's going to become a past tense. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Do we put ourselves in the awkward position and give a yeasty score with the with a beer Ooh, creator? Yeah. Do, do it. Sitting right beside He's us. He's saying do it. Do it. Do it. We did I, it. I will stand it. by their decision. We did it to Sean Kilby. Yes. We did. I don't want to start it. I will. Uh, 
I like like I said, it just reminds me a lot of like an ESB. Uh, I really enjoy ESBs, and I'm typically the last person to finish a beer on this podcast. And I was the first also one. Correct. I was the first one to finish <laughs> this, so I'm going to give this an eight point one. I thoroughly enjoyed this. Mm. Yeah. It's nice to have uh, a pale ale on the market, in my humble opinion, uh, that isn't just a hazy, juicy, tropical bomb. It's nice to have a little give and take, a little ebb and flow. You don't see too many renditions on the market anymore that are, are more malt forward. And I think that's where the BC beer market is lacking in my opinion. Uh, and because of that, I enjoy it. So I'm gonna give it an 8.1. Thanks. Thank um, funny enough, that was the exact first number that popped into my head as oh. well. Um, super easy drinking. I like how malty it is. Yeah. Uh, I think some people might find it abnormally malty for a pale ale. Um, but I mean, I really enjoy that. I like the malt. Um, I like the bit of caramel that comes through. Yeah. I like that it's balanced really well with the hoppiness. Super solid. Cool. It's gotten better and better as I drank it too. I think the the comment you're saying as well about people being confused about it not being as hoppy is once again going back to something I've said like twice in this podcast is everyone just expects when they hear pale ale they think like this is gonna hop be filled with every single hop on the face of the earth which is just not true it's no. n- that's yeah. not pale ales actually I mean it is but it's just one rendition right yeah. so Adolfo and yeah to that point I think that's going into it what I was kind of expecting so the first sip I was kind of taken aback and I was like this yep. is not what I was anticipating but the moment you said ESP I was like no you know what that's that's exactly that's essentially what, what an English pale ale is and I absolutely enjoyed it I I think it reminded me of how much I like multi beers and I'm not a huge caramel fan, so the little bit of caramel in there was the perfect amount for me. Yeah, I'm going to go 8.2. I'm just going to go. <laughs> a couple of big multi boys. There we go. He just wanted to make us look bad. See, this is why he's the best host. Yeah, <laughs> you, precisely. Uh, you would be good on prices right. He's, I, would, I would win on prices <laughs> right. He says this as he's wearing my merch. He's like, you're not taking yeah. my hat. Yeah. I like this hat. I like this beer. I'm the one up there. What run. would you give your beer? What's my range? Uh, so one a, to ten. One to ten, probably a thirty. Perfect. Perfect. That's the right answer. <laughs> yeah. Go go and buy the beer. As you can yeah. tell, I'm confident. Yeah, yeah. Good thing about this, like with the going back to label, like you can't miss it. If it was on the beer shelf, you'd be like, "Look at that cute dog looking at me." Oh, and here's treat number two coming our way already. So, watch out for that. Table. There's a table there. Yeah. I don't know if you saw it. He was um, about to curse on the podcast. Cursing's fine. allowed. Cursing yeah. allowed. No, I just we curse a lot. Yeah, <laughs> um, it, this, it, is, <laughs> this is often labeled explicit on it's, the podcast. Yeah. It's very network. funny that you say <laughs> that because, so as you guys know, uh, Alana makes a beer advent calendar for me every Christmas. Yes, and part of the big criteria My that goes into not. her, <laughs> big part of the criteria that goes into her choosing the beer is the label, and I can guarantee you that Alana would choose. A couple of these just based on label oh, alone. Yeah. So, you. Uh, if she didn't, we would be disappointed in her. Yeah, correct. Well, that's kind of why, like, I always, my, I've always told my wife, I want the label to get me my first sale. I want the beer to get me every other one. Yeah, and that's that's I a good like way that. to look at it. That's a I very mean, smart way of going about it. It's the smartest way to market, right? Mm-hmm. All right, we've got some desire. big teeth. If you would mind, you want to give me a rinse as well? Yeah, absolutely. Hey, bartender. Oh, my yes. what do I, what are rinsing glasses. 
Rinsing glasses. Well, actually, I, this is my house, and I'm making Adolfo rinse Consider it practice for your four hours a week. <laughs> I think I work on Saturday. <laughs> is is he, uh, what, one of your guys up at uh, Five Roads, too? He is, yeah. Ah. He's actually been there longer than I have. True. Adolfo actually went to Five Roads because he, uh, and this is a inside joke, I poached him. <laughs> Oh yeah, if, we if, won't say where. I was from. gonna say if, if that certain person is listening, which I doubt they are, they, they probably don't like that joke. They hate us, so yes. we're good. Yeah, they hate us because they ain't us. Yeah. Boy, howdy. Um, howdy. <laughs> I like the. So we're about to indulge on Mike's. Do you prefer Mike or Mike? I'm good either way. Cool. We're about to indulge on Mike's second beer here, the Big Teeth's IPA, which fantastic name. Thank you, sir. You're very this kind. label might be, and I'm, I'm not saying this just because you're here. I'm saying this because I love dogs and I love beer. This might be my favorite label I've seen ever. <laughs> That's It's I, wonderful. I love this. I, again, I, shout to Leechtown Designs. Yeah. Leechtown Designs. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, I was just enjoying the uh, little description on the slide. <laughs> Have you ever sat on a patch? Of, now you're a premature yeah. boy. And sorry, I was very. He's you so put an IPA in front of me. Right, I'm like, I'm right. drinking. Continue this. with continue with reading it. Adolfo will just pour his own beer and uh, not have wait you, for us. Have you ever sat on a patch of grass and just didn't want to move? Big Teeth's IPA is the beer that goes great with the perfect patch of grass, just to be sure to bring enough so you don't need to get up. Enjoy our bold citrus treat with Cascade Cashmere Mosaic and dry hopped with Sabro hops. I like that. Based on color, I'm going to take, and yes, I crack prematurely IPAs. I, I went for it. Uh, <laughs> based on from premature craculation. Oh, the one-hander. Okay. First time on the product. Uh, based on color, I'm going to assume this is a multi boy. <laughs> grip, grip strength. It's go, it is going to be a, a bit more malty. Okay, that's two in a row now. Or three in a row because the previous, the third. So I, I am going to. Surly boy. Surly boy. So this one I am going to be changing the recipe up slightly. Okay. From what to what? Um, why? I, ba the basically is because beer nerd time. Yes, um, please. Things, uh, ingredients don't scale linearly when you scale up. Especially hops. Okay. <laughs> and hops so, don't scale especially literally hops. at all. Yeah. 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 So um, totally. I, I'm going to make, uh, make a couple changes based on the equipment that we used. Um, so this is like the biggest batch I've ever done with this one. This Again, this is, a, uh, this is a one that I've been working on a long time. Yeah. So I, I still really enjoy it the way it is, <clears> but it is not the same as it what it was <clears> when I was doing my test batches. Was okay. your test batch hoppier? Oh yes. Okay. Yeah, I'm like I could I could use a few more hops in this one. Yes. You know? I mean I'm still getting hop characteristics. In you there. are, but it, I like I don't know. There's a part of me that I was like I was just expecting a real so, punch in the mouth. But yeah, yeah. No, fine. you you are right. It's your your cashmere. Did you by chance get that from legit hops? I'm not 100% sure. I'd have to ask Adam. Okay. Probably then. Not me, Adam. Well, uh, no. I don't think you order hops for Five Roads Brewing. I don't order hops for anyone. <laughs> yeah. He uh, orders it for other breweries. So if it is the cashmere from Mr. Dave Morish of Legit Hops, shout out to him because his, ca his cashmere is fantastic. He, does, he also listens as well. He definitely listens. No. Shout out to Dave. He's awesome. Uh, Dave, come on the podcast. First and foremost, I really like this. This is like... An English IPA, yes, but slightly hoppier than most English IPAs, and uh, to be more specific, it's more like citrus forward yeah. than yes. English IPAs. Because yeah. English hmm. IPAs, they typically get like the, the black tea, yeah, or like 
the orange marmalade of the English hops, like EKG, for those who don't know, it's East Kent Goldings and stuff like that. It's it's nice for what it is. Yes. But it's time for the style to evolve, folks. But, but you know what, though? On a good, if you have a good pull, like a nice uh, draft system, like a, like a beer engine. Cask engine, yeah. A nice, a nice pull off a nice English IPA. Yeah. With a Scotch egg. Ooh. I've never had it with a now Scotch egg, but yeah, language. I was going to say the oh, chef, oh, the chef oh, in here oh, just got place? very excited. Oh, uh, what's uh, that? Place? That may be the most underrated, uh, like, food. food. Was it Red Lines downtown? In, in, uh, up out there. Like, one of for sure. Do you know what a Scotch egg I is? I do. I've never had one. Oh, I'm going to give you a recommendation in a second. Excellent. Live recommendation. Um, red, red, Scotch red Line Bar and Grill. They have an amazing, an amazing Scotch egg. Um, so this? Uh, downtown Vancouver. Marine Drive. Never even heard of them. Yeah, they're, they're it's a really nice pop. The Red Line. I love me a Scotch egg. Yeah. So, I've only had it twice in my life, but both times thoroughly. So their Scotch egg... It, they have a so it's a regular scotch egg so soft boiled egg sausage fried but underneath it it has a cur- they put a curry mustard underneath Ooh, so boy you way howdy oh, oh, so you know you you slice you slice boy that you, oh yeah you slice that boy in half and you just start nibbling on it there and you just dip it in your salt oh my god Whew. yep you've already won me my over. mouth is watering yeah I'm a yeah. sucker for a I, like, I'm telling you right now uh, from personal experience Red Lion Pub so good. All right, we're just shouting everyone out on this one. Yeah, that's totally okay. Well, you may as well, may as well show the love. You might show so, the love. Big Teeps, uh, from beer maker to beer maker. Uh, is this beer inspired by a specific beer? Kind of like you no. were saying the last one was like a somewhat inspiration of Blue Buck? No, or is this, this is something that just kind of came from your own creation? This, this is me just being a mad scientist. Hmm. Just This is literally cool. beer ADD, Mike, just going to... Um, Happy Home Brewer there. Oh, was that? Oh, shh. I may have actually said this home brewer. It's been closed down for a while because they had a fire and then insurance did stuff, so. Yeah. yeah but uh, anyways, um, no, I was literally just monkey put stuff in and <laughs> and then so I, once I had, started having something, I did yeah. tweak it. Yeah, yeah, By the way, the first, the first two batches was... <laughs> Sorry, can you say that again? <laughs> So <laughs> monkey good, monkey good. I'm yes. not saying it's just cow dog monkey here. good. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I'm distracting uh, Adolfo. No, this will be yeah. I'm not saying it's just because you're here. Two. This is a fantastic beer. Like I would fi- actually go out of my way and get this beer and yeah, happily absolutely. drink this at home. I, I am a big fan. Uh, random question: Something I like to ask all of the brewers. Uh, I like to say that brewing is part art, part science. What would you say you lean toward, towards more? Art. Art? Mm. You, so you're, you're saying you like throw, throw pieces at the wall and you figure it out as you go? Or yeah. you're inspired by something like music or uh, art? No, or... it would be more like if I felt like, I was like, if I wanted to make a stout, like I have an imperial stout I'm hoping to release for Christmas, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it because reasons, mainly barrel space like yeah like, what, like oak barrels like yeah, yes yeah. <laughs> i don't like i've already asked adam not you the other adam mm-hmm. um just it's not possible we're at five roads right now so i'm hoping if i can find a spot to put some oak barrels um but back to your question is to start i i generally will go with what do i want and then i'll be like okay well what does the style say and i'll just start going do like I'll do like an hour of research just to see 
like what I want to do and like there's so much information on the internet it's silly not to look and see what not to do like, yeah so mm-hmm. it's more flavor focused than yes. anything else okay yes and cool. then I'll add the science once I actually start really holding things yeah once I start shaving things off cool as well cool. so, uh, what's, what's, what's the old saying um, a product's not perfect you can't take anything else away yeah 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 cool yeah it's something that I've, I'm always interested in as well because I find that a lot of the uh, the recipes that I develop uh, through brewing is I'll, I'll hear a song and it'll make me feel a certain type of way and mm-hmm. I'll just kind of riff off of that and I like like I like you said you go off of flavor some people go off of sound mm-hmm. other people are just purely science focused it's, it's always cool to see people take it from a different approach yes this mm-hmm. industry and I, I find that once you once you get a good group that has a nice mix of everything yep. you can really do something gotta have nice. a bit of both so Big picture down the line. In your ideal world, what is Cow Dog's opening beer menu? Like you obviously are gonna have your core, your head tilt, your big teeth. So yeah, it's gonna be the, these two. I love the name. I, I, just, I <laughs> love saying I, big teeth. The teeth. <laughs> well, it's just like how many times, like like this dog, he will he will literally nap on our bed all day, and I'll I'll come in there and I'll go, I'll go in there to go to the wash or whatever, and I'll just see his jowls, and I'm like he's just snoring away. I'm like, oh, he's got the big teeth. <laughs> like I just like yep. I like I. Does Leo have big teeths? Uh, he's got he's got little giblets actually. <laughs> so <laughs> so to answer your question is it'll be these two. Um, I have a wheat beer. Uh, what's going to be called two loaves. So imagine a corgi walking away, looking back. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. You are you sir. Once you open up and have all your, you're, 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 you're gonna do just yeah. fine. Buy me one more. Merch ideas galore. Yeah, yeah. Sure. too. Yeah. yeah, it's um, and I have I have one more. So that that dark, <laughs> that dark loaves. that dark ale. I don't have a name for it yet. It's gonna be something mutt inspired. I just haven't thought of a name that worked yet. Yeah. So yeah. It's, I'm still working on that. That's actually one of the things that's holding me back from calling leeches again. Is getting two more labels made up. Yeah, fair. Because fair. I I want to do it in batches instead yeah, of one yeah. at a time. Yeah. I mean, it's nice to see someone spending this much time on on names and actually having a meaning behind them, right? Because, like, there are a lot of breweries out there. Uh, Some I've worked for, some I haven't, and I just call them out. And that just name things for the sake of naming them, or which is fine. If it's good marketing, that's totally okay. Or other breweries that don't name their beers at all and just call it the style, and which, once again, it's fine. It's a means to an end, but it's a bit boring and it's also nice to just see someone like put themselves into their product right yeah. mm-hmm. it's yeah basically right now this is an all or nothing for me um <laughs> i am the um, i'm leaning full into it like with all the passion i have um and i also on on your on your uh, comment there i don't have the luxury of just saying i have cow dog red ale on this weekend because i don't have a brick and mortar yeah like if you just had a and I say just like it's not a, it's still a lot of work, but a lot of the brick and mortars they can just put a, ca- a cask on or a keg on and say oh it's this it's just this style is what it's called yeah it was gone is gone yeah they have mm-hmm. the luxury because people are already walking to the yeah. door anyway yeah. so yeah. and and I am a sucker for like you have, you have a one off you have a ninety percent chance of me buying it yeah yeah the other ten percent is basically based on what it actually is yeah. Again, you have you have some like Berliner Weiss. I'm not your I'm not your customer. No, 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 no. <laughs> and I think that's fair. Like I think for myself, it's it's one offs are like oh, I 
how often do I go to this brewery that I can come back later and get it? If it's not often, okay, I'm getting that. Yeah. Yeah. And then after that, it's probably going to go based on name. Yeah. Like if you have a funny name, a clever name, I'm getting it unless it's a sour. <laughs> totally. <laughs> is it um, Twin Sales is actually really good with that with their Imperial uh, Stouts over the winter. They had a yeah. lot of strong beers coming out, and I was very happy. Yeah, they <laughs> they to this day uh, have released the best like pastry inspired beer I've ever had, and it's called Bad Sally. I don't know if. Anyone from them listens, but if you listen, please make Bad Sally again. It was a a pecan pie imperial stout. Oh, when did that come out? And it uh, like three years ago. Oh, I remember. I remember. I still remember it. it. There's very few times I remember a beer for this long. (laughs) But holy hell, that was a good beer. So was it in twenty? Give me a second here. I think 2017 Victoria Beer Fest. Did you go there? I did not. So I think uh, now. Uh, Twin Sales, correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, I think it's 2017. They ha- they had their first run of the Con Leche. Oh, and yeah. that was in sounds, cask. Yeah, that sounds about right, yeah. In cask at Beer Fest. And it was probably too, like mo- like life changing good. I mean, Con Leche is a pretty damn good beer. It was beer, better there. So. Like, it was just. I don't mean as an insult. Like, <laughs> I'm just saying it was Maybe. so good at that Beer Fest. Whichever you did, like, I understand, like, on the production side, they probably. Had to change a few things yeah. up. For... I mean, stouts stouts hit different out of casks. Yes, it's, it's almost we like they're meant to be. The... No, we have a heckle nutcher. We had uh, volcano king. Yeah, which was also a pineapple. Phenomenal. That was a good one. Uh, there was something else in it. Pineapple something. Was it pineapple guava? Uh, our... Something else uh, tropical. It wasn't passion fruit. I know that for sure. Our friend way, Nick was... on November first, twenty eighteen, gave Bad Sally a four point two five out of five. Not untapped. On untapped, not a sponsor. That's the last time I had that, November first, yeah. twenty eighteen, and I still remember it. You had it in November and October and October again. You had it two days in a row in October. Oh yeah, I did. It's because I got a four pack and I drank all those in two days. <laughs> so. Solid four point two five across board. I just wanted to see if your rating held up. Based on does. picture, it was yeah. a pineapple coconut. Pineapple, pineapple coconut. coconut. Yeah. Of course. Mm-hmm. Like the best combination. Du- double IPA as well. Yes, yeah. that's Absolutely a that's fantastic. a nice one. And I I will say. I'm not a huge fan of milkshake IPAs. I actually, more often than not, don't like them. Uh, but that beer is fantastic. I usually don't drink them. Yeah, for those of us who are intolerant, intolerant to the lactose. To the lactose. Oh, yes. you poor, poor, poor boys. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. I mean, we don't change our lifestyles. I still eat cheese. It's like, it's not like, me that suffers. It's all of yes, you. Yes, everyone really else is. around me. It really is. <laughs> That's... <laughs> So, uh, timeline on the the wheat beer and the the dark beer of sorts. Uh, that think? that that's in flux. I'm hope I was hoping this month, um, just because of my own my own monkey brain. Essentially, um, it's probably not happening this month. Uh, I like I said, the next next week I'm back into Five Roads and we're making uh, another batch of each. Yep. And then hopefully after that I'll have everything. All cool. lined up, and I can do that because I'm really want. I'm really looking forward to leading into the summer stuff. Um, I want to have one dark beer over the summer because I more. I've heard more often than not that people would like a darker beer, even all all year round. Yeah, hmm. um, I love like a dark beer at any time. Yeah, so. and so like, like a cool summer evening. Yeah, like so. Yeah, it's like it's like, like okay, yeah. well, if people are asking somewhat. 
Um, again, it's not the biggest thing because I, I ended up doing about 40 or 50 cold calls in November. And I just I just hit a bunch of liquor stores between Mission and uh, Poco. Yeah. And I and I legit like almost 50 places in two days. The top three I, that they were talking about was IPA of either West Coast or East Coast. Of course. That, that, that was like a 50-50. Yeah. That's basically... Depends even, on their market. Yeah. Or um, who they currently pale, pale Ale and Fruited Sour are the top three. That should not surprise me yeah. at all. Um, but number four, they said, oh, a lot of people are wanting darker beers over the summers. Yeah. Like, it just all year round. I'm like, oh, okay. So, I mean, it is a market to exploit because a lot of people... Uh, Myself included, think oh we should just only brew our beers during the fall or dark beers during the fall and winter, and then mm-hmm. no one else does anything dark during the spring and summer. So like it might not move as much as an IPA, but it will still move. Yes, mm-hmm. and you, you never know. They're, they're, like if I'm you know it's, if it, if it's people like it enough, it might just move just because it's yeah. one of the very few ones. And if it's an approachable one. It's not super heavy. It's yeah. not super viscous. It's, it's like a dark matter of sorts, yeah, like you were yeah. saying. Like th- you could drink dark matter any, 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 any day, any time. It doesn't matter. Yeah. That's that's where Hoyne really hit it on that beer. Yeah, so. he was. Yeah, he uh, when he when he came out with that, he's like, wasn't what I was looking for, but God, is it good? Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> I was like, the Hoyne brothers, they're they're very talented brewers. Yes. So. Well, Sean is. He's been around. Yeah. Yeah. He's been around. Uh, Oh, I was going to say. So, random segue. <laughs> I, was, I, was thinking, I was thinking about this when we were talking about dark beers. Has anyone yeah. ever been to Swans in, in Victoria and had their hand-pulled blackened hands? No. I have not. Nope. I've been to Swans. I've never had the hand-pulled Oh, yeah. Blackened. They have, they have a, literally a stout and a, and a pale ale they'll pull out of the draft beer engine. Yeah. For a, for a blackened tan. In Very it. traditional English style. Oh, so good. Hmm. Hmm. So it sounds delish. For future cow dog stuff, are you are you planning to have a cast program or are you Yes. Okay. Yes. Cool. Um it is one of my, my biggest passions. I really, really, really wanna I love like as I mentioned, beer ADD. I want I wanna just come up with an idea, brew something and have it up and like, come on guys, like it's have have a beer, it's different. Yeah. And tell me you know, and like if it's something people really like, well then I'll might put in the full rotation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's a beauty cool. of eventually owning your own yeah. brick and mortar is you get to do whatever you want right yeah. like if you have an inspiration for a whatever the case may be like you did the coffee IPA yeah and if that was just a random like let's throw on like cask cool sells well then next time around you know that it's going to sell and you make a little bit more I think that's kind of the cool thing about owning your own place yeah. you get to do Absolutely. whatever you want at any time and I think that brings people in too right like for myself it's like if I see a place constantly bringing in new things and keeping their core, yeah, I'm more likely to go there to try yeah, the new things people. and go back to my my go-to yeah. than I am to go to a place that's like, well, here are five beers. Figure it out. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. What was the name of that coffee beer, Adam? Which coffee beer? My coffee beer. Fresh Pots! Yeah, there we go. I just wanted to hear Adam do that. Fresh Pots was a good one. <laughs> Still one of the best coffee beers I've ever had. And if you put coffee in any beer, we will drink I'm it. There. People yeah. will like it. If you, I've got one customer. If you coffee it, we will come. <laughs> yeah. In more ways than one. <laughs> um, That's one. Those anyway, yeasties or? <laughs> oh, hold on. One question before we go on to yeasties. 
Um, as far as you going into liquor stores, are you looking at all to get maybe some kegs into like bars or? Yes, uh, I'm starting uh, calls tomorrow. Um, I have a meeting with a place. I don't want to say their name just yet, just because. Yeah. Um, but um, I also have a couple soft commitments based on um, samples. Okay. Um, and again, it's soft, so it's like nothing set in stone. Um, and basically tomorrow and Friday, I'm, I'm basically just going to throw my boots on and I'm going to walk Maple Ridge just to start because there's a lot. I have a lot of places that are within walking distance, so why burn the gas? Yeah, I'll go. I can just absolutely. go walk, talk to them because I have sales sheets that will be ready for me tomorrow. I can just start going and doing that. And yeah, I want to do kegs. Like this next batch I'm going to be doing, I'm hoping to be able to keg it, at least part of it. If that happens, like, um, like I said, nothing's set in stone yet, so I don't want to make. Don't look at me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, well, you, your, your, your taps are full, man. <laughs> I, I already tried with you. <laughs> Tell me about it. Um, so is it just you? Yes. You are the end all be all right now. So yeah. This is I at this stage you are the, the jack of all trades. I am literally the, the jack of all trades. <laughs> the jackass. You of all are. Trades. It's, you are all right. It's the, you know, the from, from, from my military career to this, I've always just done it all. Yeah. So, this is a real passion project because you are putting your everything into this, and you are it's doing every, it every asset so. I have, every second I got. If, if you <laughs> I like that, if though. you see yeah. this beer at any liquor store, like I highly recommend grabbing it, even if you don't like the style. Like, it's very <laughs> hard not to support someone who's literally putting everything they have mm -hmm. into making something like this come true. One of those things that you gotta support, but it yeah. shows too. Yeah. yeah, in the beer, it's yeah. Like um, one of the, my favorite um, memories when, um, base basically my last few years in the service, um, I would be doing we would be doing cigar nights as well as brew days. So I those both sound very nice. Yeah. Well, yeah, because like my, my friends would come over because like you know brewing like it's it's time intensive, but you you have, you have a block of doing stuff and then you have to wait. It's hurry mm -hmm. up and wait. Yeah. Yeah, and so like there's time. Like so, I had buddies coming over. We're doing like having a little bit of a grill up. Um, you know, I'm doing the mash, or I'm doing the boil. We're having cigars out in my patio, and just it's just really nice. Like we're having some stuff. We're drinking the rest of my homebrew in the keg. <laughs> 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 like man, my friends really love showing up at my house because it's free beer all yeah, the time. Yeah, that's beautiful. That's a beautiful. Thing. Never, everyone yeah. likes free beer. Yeah, and I mean that's like, why we record here. Yeah, precisely. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you bring the brewers on. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Correct. I, I, so now I understand why I'm on this podcast full time. Yeah, you have one purpose. Huh. Huh. I mean, originally he just told me to sit down Zach and not talk. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, you're just bringing the beer. Sit down. Yeah. So, just to... <laughs> a quick, a quick uh, we do... I am, I'm glad this is not a video podcast. Yeah, no. So am I most of the time. We, yep. We've um, got faces for radio. <laughs> yeah. Um, we like to touch on sports, and yes, Adam sorry, brought up you like rugby. Yes. Played rugby? No. No. Watch what? rugby? Yes. They kick a ball, right? They they, they they throw the ball, and then they hit each other. They yeah, do well, that, kick it that sometimes. sometimes. They do kick it sometimes. I will say, I'm not going to take a jab at rugby, I, I think rugby is a very impressive sport. It's to be able vicious. to, like... It's vicious. So, like, I went to the Sevens uh, when I was here in town, um... One Almost of every my player. favorite events. Pardon me? Sorry? One of my favorite yes. events to do. It is yeah, so, so much, much fun. fun. Like, every player, they like, had their, both their legs just wrapped up because, you know, they're playing and they're going hard for 14 minutes yeah. straight. 
and they're just torn up. But they but they come back out with the torn up limbs. They go at it again. I'm like, you got to respect that dedication. Yeah, we've said it on the podcast before that one of the best atmospheres in sports in terms of like going out for a day of sports is baseball. Like it might yeah. not be fun to watch on TV. Uh, it's the atmosphere. Own, but the atmosphere at the sta- uh, stadium or arena or whatever it is uh, on the day is fantastic. But rugby, rugby oh. arguably might be better, right? It like might, you go might, there and you look at the stands yes. and you see people that look like bananas. You see a unicorn. You see a, a cop. It's like you never know what you're going to see in the stadium. You know? The beautiful thing about sevens, I think, and especially for someone going to watch who might not be a rugby fan, is it's 14 minutes. Yes. You also don't have to be a rugby fan to watch it. Like, and that's the thing. You've it's, got it's just minutes, an atmosphere, right? And it just takes you in. You've got your beers, you're drinking, you have your friends, you've got a crazy atmosphere. And in 14 minutes, people that, have smashed each other, scored tries, and they're up and they're good to go. They're ready to play in like yeah. half an hour. Yeah. yeah. And you have another team on. Like that one team cycles off. They make sure there's nothing on the field. Next two teams on. Yeah. Back at it again. Yeah. Crazy. A, cool, a cool thing about rugby as well as a lot of these nations that you see that like you never would have heard of otherwise in other sports are phenomenal New like Zealand. Yeah. Fiji yeah. the key, Fiji's Fiji's oh is it right now Argentina's doing great Argentina, yeah, yeah exactly so like they were kicking well, ass well they also just won a world cup about six so or seven years ago I, I used to work for the, the Vancouver Whitecaps and in my free time you could volunteer for events uh, to work them part time and I worked at the sidelines for the last rugby sevens that were here in Vancouver. Twenty twenty two or no? That would, no, no. It would have been years years prior. Years prior, it would have been like twenty sixteen or twenty seventeen, yeah. somewhere around that time. Okay. I, I don't remember exact dates, but uh, sitting on the, fly, the sidelines, these guys are like peak Giants. athletes, oh. but they're also like the nicest people on the face of the earth. Well, yeah, they're they're just like they don't need to be mean. And like, you see just... this whole mixture of just athletes, like the USA mm. at the time. One of the guys. Uh, that was, uh, I don't know the terminology. The person that stays on the outside runs. Wing. wing. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> he stands on the wing and he runs. Uh, was a was a former yep. Division One football player that was a wide receiver. Yep. Uh, and he literally just had some toss in the ball and took his right. His name escapes me, but I think he was drafted by the Last Detroit name Lions. Was. Johnson, correct? Maybe. Calvin Johnson? It was, it was not, not Calvin, Calvin Johnson. <laughs> no, but, and that's that's kind of the thing with rugby is, I think a lot of people view it as a super, like, violent sport. I mean, but they're it, not wrong. It, 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 <laughs> yeah. it can be violent. But it is known as a gentleman's sport yeah. played by hooligans because you very hmm. seldomly see the shit you see in the NFL happen after the whistle. So, or in hockey. Or in hockey. So, random rugby story. So, uh, Victoria, like Langford, where I used to live, has Rugby Canada headquarters. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so I, uh, I ended up getting a free ticket. Um, can't remember. I, a friend of mine had a ticket. He says, oh, you want to go to rugby? I can't go. I'm like, cool, I'll go. So, it was Canada, U.S. Um, anyways, one of the U.S. players, I can't remember how he hit our player. It was a clean hit. But it was kind of dirty, mm-hmm. and they dislocated the Canadian player's shoulder. Like you just see the shoulder drop down. He takes a knee, drops his arm, sets it, stands up. It comes out again. He pops it in. Does it a couple times. Finally gets in there. He's like, "Okay, cool, I'm good." And I'm like, "I'm just, I'm like, <laughs> they're they're the they're built different. They are. They're the ultimate. Rub some dirt on and get back out there. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just like, I'm watching this, and I'm like, 
am I seeing this right? Like, I legitimately did not believe my eyes. Yeah. It is a completely different world out there, and it's one of the sports, and again, I, I harp on this often, there's very few sports where you address the official as sir, and only one person huh. can address the official at any given time, and that's captain. And the captain says, sir, can you keep an eye out for this? And the ref looks over and he says, okay, cool. But the moment someone not named the captain says something to the ref, he looks at him and he says, address your captain, your captain will address me, and that's how we go through here. The ref is respected and by yeah, everyone. I like that. And it's a beautiful thing. And when I coached, I had one captain, and I was like, you address the, you address the ref. If anyone else tries to, you stop them and you say, what do you need? And you go talk to them. Or if I had an issue with the ref at any given time, I'd call my player over and I'd be like, hey, can you go ask him to keep an eye on this? And that's how we went about it. And this was rugby? Yeah. Okay. And I was like, this is, like, I'm not, because I remember when I played, I was like, the moment I stepped out of line and I talked to the ref when I wasn't the captain, yeah. quick sin bin for 10 minutes. And I was like, sorry guys, I fucked up. Ooh, that's 10 minutes too. Yeah. Imagine how different the NHL or NFL would be if that was well, there's the case. So many players would be in the boxer. Well, I'm I, I more so mean on the on the run. side of run. Oh, he's leaving in the middle of my conversation. With <laughs> I know it's fine. I just more so mean in the context of like I don't even know. Like the calls would just be all different. And did you guys touch on how the refs would the be? Nope. Okay. Going back to my, my statement of the, about the uh, the one player on the wing. <laughs> I guess my thought's over. Well, I thought you were done talking. Well, I can't think of words. Okay, well, then you're... you're yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I'll let, I'll let you think on it, and then I'll touch back on what I was saying. No. So the the, uh, the player I was talking about when I was uh, working at the Rugby Sevens event, you probably remember his name, uh, that was very good uh, for the USA was Perry Baker. Okay. Yeah, he was a, a former... Do you know this man? I played uh, college football. Oh, I saw on there and as I was played, going through your thing, uh, you signed with the Eagles. Yes, he played in the NFL briefly and then yeah. also played in the, yeah. uh, which I think is now defunct, the Arena Football League. Oh, I remember the Arena Football League. Didn't he try for the XFL too? Yes, he did. Uh, that he, was a whoopsie and a half. He found his calling uh, in the now, Rugby yeah. Sevens Again? and... Is it? Yeah, the the Rock is running it, Dwayne Johnson. Oh dear yeah. God! So and at like, least it's not Vince McMahon this time, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> you try to make it to like what another UFC type thing? Yeah, yeah. basically. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Perry Baker basically uh, tried to make his career in football and then uh, found his calling in rugby sevens and has the most tries in uh, USA yes, rugby history. Yeah, huh. uh, with two hundred twenty-eight. If you get it to him on the wing, he's he's gone. What yeah. is? He was probably about six five, six six. Ran like fucking deer. What is 228 tries in your rugby career translated to? Whoa, he's way shorter than I thought. How tall is he? Six one. Oh, man. Ran. What is you that? Said six five. That's not way shorter. <laughs> yeah, I mean, That's four inches. That's a big. It's like saying I'm six foot and I'm five eight. Yeah. You're not. <laughs> there. Yeah. There. Um, there. I mean, I will say I'm six foot happily. What is what is 228 career tries? For the states in rugby, how, what does that translate to in like either football, American real football touchdowns, or I mean, like, real football is English Premier League hockey. It's, it's hard 
to compare it to football. But in terms of hockey... Like, I know it, tries it, happen a lot more often than, like, a touchdown would, but... They don't... In 15s, they don't. In 7s, they do. Yeah. Um, mm. I would compare it to... To who's got the most power play goals in the NHL? Ovechkin. So there you go. This man, almost <laughs> every time he got the ball on the wing, was gone. Because he had space, and as soon as you get speed, good luck tackling. Can I see a picture of this Perry Baker man? He's not a... He's not a Built dude, he's no, looks like a normal. He's human tall and man. slender. Uh, he looks like Nick, but like six foot. <laughs> I don't look very athletic, so I brew beer for a living. That's not true. You're skinnier than all of us. Uh, that doesn't mean I look athletic. Uh, mm-hmm. Most tries scored in uh, men's rugby oh, sevens. That is all-time. not what I expected him to look like. He I does look, not look like Nick. I look like that guy. <laughs> yeah, that's Jesus. Hell yeah, brother. We're not gonna. <laughs> I'm go taking into, that as a compliment. Early boy. We're not gonna go into why that was uh, wrong. What you said, but well, I mean, the obvious part. I I'm talking about. He's talking about muscles. Son. There is an Eagles jersey. I also couldn't pull off earrings like that. Uh, <laughs> <it's> good. <laughs> I have. It did not work. Did you really? Yeah. <laughs> in a former life. Uh, so most tries all time in rugby sevens for you guys' reference. Dan Norton with 358. Kiwi. Collins and Uh Forgive my pronunciation if that's wrong. 279. Oh. Uh, Perry Baker. Third. 251. This is... Sevens specifically, yeah, yeah. This is rugby seven specifically. So Perry Baker is third all time uh, for most tries in rugby sevens. So hmm. America, America. So a big reason why, like, he's not the biggest, strongest dude, and a big reason why he can do what he does is speed A and B in rugby. The beautiful thing about it is you can't just shoulder tackle like you can in the NFL. You also can't spear guys. No, you have. You don't have tackle. like you don't have his nickname. Basically, is body armor. Speed yeah. stick. Like speed like stick. The deodorant. Beautiful. Yeah. Oh my well, yeah. word! He's fast. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, there's there was a few plays at the Good sevens Lord. where uh, I can't remember uh, exactly what team it was. Actually, might have been Canada. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, basically, uh, one of the guys. He got the ball and he just took off from like the Canadian end zone to the other end of the zone and just just gone and everyone's chasing him and he's just giving her. I'm like, you're not catching that man. No, <laughs> save, save your energy. No. <laughs> so for a point of reference here, Perry Baker is only point oh five seconds slower than Tyreek Hill in the forty yard dash. And Tyreek Hill is Tyreek Hill is man. kind of fast. Well, so. his nickname is Cheetah. So yes, yeah, so Perry Baker. You're fast. Um, yeah, once he gets that lane. Yeah. That's, that's the extent that's, of my rugby knowledge. And that's the thing, right? Like, he gets that lane, and all he has to do is a quick head fake. Oh, if you bite on that fake, fake, you bite, bite fake at all. See you're, you later. Yeah, you're done for. Should we yeasty? I, and I have an, one I more question yeasty. for Mike before we... I can yeasty hard. Yeasty it. <laughs> then do I'm, it. I'm going nine. How? Like, hey. this is, like, I... Love this beer. I honestly thought you were going with the opposite direction with this one. No. This huh? one is, um, yeah, this is very, very Should good. Should I get my Walt for you, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Nines are a rare breed on this podcast. Yes. We had a nine last week. Yep. For Surly Brewing. Big uh, Surly Boys. Yeah, for, for a similar type of beer. For these big Surly Boys. <laughs> uh, Don't ask. 
I, I, I'm giving it. Listen to the episode and you'll yeah. be like, yes, yeah, episode titled Big Like, Shirley why Boy. is he talking like that? Yeah. Yeah. It was our latest we released. Uh, it. I'm giving this an 8.3. And hmm. I, I like this a lot for one specific reason. And this is coming from Brewer to Brewer. <laughs> I see Sabro, and I think this is going to be just like tons of coconut and tons of like fake wood and leather. That's, that's what I get from Sabro a lot. Hmm. And it's like a restrained version of Sabro, which I like because a lot of people don't use Sabro in a restrained way, which they I appreciate. Yep. They over Sabro, bro. Um, I also really liked this beer, um, but I I liked it less than the pale ale. Fair Interesting. enough, yeah. Um, which I didn't expect. I mean, I'm he, usually... he is a huge IPA fan, but he's probably going by what he likes with the regular IPAs. So I understand. Yeah. I mean, as an IPA, I very much enjoy it. Just comparing it yeah. to what we had before, I just slightly preferred the pale ale for some reason, which I did not expect. I did, bring, I did bring my notebook. Now he's giving me a look, and I feel... Oh, and I was giving him a look. I feel weird about it. Oh, um, you should. You should. It, it, it's, a very, it's a very weird look I give. But with all that being <laughs> said... I gave the pill an 8.1. I'm going to give this a 7.9. Is my Ooh. fair and Both honest, very nice my fair and honest score. So, question. Mind, our, question. Our scoring is very Get, yeah, this is all subjective and it means literally nothing. Yeah. Um, question. Is there medium crystal in both of these beers? Putting you on the spot here. Oh, I can't remember to be hundred percent honest. <laughs> I've been looking at a lot of a lot of stuff recently. Um, no, no. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Um, well, it's probably the biscuit. Okay, that's definitely what I'm getting then. Okay, so yeah. you asked the question. You risked it for the biscuit. And Adam he, and I he risked are, it for the biscuit. I'm sure what you mean by crystal. Me- medium crystal. No. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> with with being in the brewing industry, we that's actually have an exemption so for crystal meth. Yeah. So exactly. That's why we that's get really hooked on joke. a beer. RCMP joke. Yes. <laughs> um, medium crystal is oh, no. uh, like medium roasted crystal <laughs> yeah. malt, which essentially is really common in British brewing. Uh, it adds a lot of body. It doesn't add a lot of. It adds almost no fermentable sugars. Um, mm. Notes you can get from medium crystal are like caramel, treacle, molasses, mm, uh, molasses. stuff like that. So yeah. interesting. But the biscuit makes sense. Yeah. So. So I have a question for you guys. Okay. Tailgates in the U.S. Have you guys ever been to one? Uh, being from the U.S., yes. Oh. America. Um, America. No, because it took us forever to get to the parking lot. So ah well. Is that Miami? Yeah. Wrecked. I've like kind of been to one, but like I would say I didn't fully participate. Seattle? No, San Francisco. Ah. So my only time I've been to a tailgate is we're down in uh, Seattle and our, our ship was literally docked right next to uh, the stadium. Hmm. So we had to walk through the tailgate area. And so we'd go up <laughs> and all of a sudden you, you'd hear us like, hey, you're Canadian, right? <laughs> yeah well because like ra- I'm a random white dude walking by like he's, yeah. just, he's making sure he's like you ever been to a tailgate I'm like no you wanna be yes sure yes. he's like come yes, here I'll give absolutely. you a hot dog here's a beer I'm like oh what do I owe you like I'm like I'm like sure yeah I'll have, I'm hungry I was going to go meet my friends for lunch yeah Fuck, yeah hot dog beer what do I owe you yeah no and he's like no just take it I'm like oh thanks we're sitting there shooting the shit and carried on same thing he's like, oh hey you're one of those Canadians why don't you come over for a beer I'm like 
Sure thing. Yeah, I, I probably well, I by the time I cleared I mean, that, does sound lot, like an American. One of those Canadians. Yeah, <laughs> you're a Canadian, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just I, don't, I am over exaggerating the the uh, the accent. I was incredibly inebriated within about forty five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a good time. Yeah, it was. It was. It was a great time. Like you, a Seahawks fan? I'm like again exaggerating the accent. I'm like. No, not really. I'm not a football fan, really, in general. And they're like, okay, cool. You want a beer? Sure. Yep. <laughs> you a Seahawks fan now? I guess I am. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, are you a fan of any major sports teams? Uh, not overly. Um, rugby mainly. Like, I'm an All Blacks man because I'm a basic bitch. Fair enough. Yeah, okay. that's fair. All Blacks in Fiji are my, my, my top two. Mm-hmm. Uh, my one for the Hakka. Yeah. And yes. B, it's Fiji. Yeah, fair. Like, I mean, I am a basic brewer bitch. I, I have a oh, you yeah, you got I that. I, see, I, I haven't had that one yet. Yeah, you, uh, you can't be you, basic you got, bitch you, until you got this, right? Yeah, you that <laughs> maybe, maybe like uh, was it Ye- yeast water? Great. Oh, oh, oh God, there he is. I've got barley on my oh, arms. If people have not realized so that, fucking point, basic. Nick is basic. Um, let like me tell you, beer for a living. Let me tell you, the haka at any level—it's terrifying. Gives it's you powerful. Goosebumps. I, I, I'm like when they when I because um, the New Zealanders they brought they had two ships that went through the West Coast fleet because um, C-SPAN was doing um, modernization on them. So the crews were actually living on base with us. I don't know if us I didn't live on base because ordinary seamen anyways um but like when they're when they're like when we're giving back the ship like they certainly did this like really well done haka and i wasn't really part of any of the teams that worked on their ships but i was walking by and i'm like i kind of want to fight them right now like i don't know like i'm like i'm like i'm, I'm ready to fight like this they them it doing just, the haka amped me up yeah oh yeah absolutely any, honestly, like, yeah, like, absolutely so we i used to work in the school district coached rugby in high school um we had a school from New Zealand come over and do a tour out here. Huh. And as part of their tour, they would do the haka before every game. These high school kids did the haka, right? and I was like, holy fuck. Correct me if I'm wrong, but it's uh, essentially like the war call. It's like... It's a, it's a, it's a yeah. war chant. It's yes. basically like paying respect that. to their past yeah, and it's, to what they're about to go into. It's almost like a, it's, it's a, used as a greeting... Um, so it used to be used like you would do you, you know two armies would do a haka against each other. Yeah. Um, you can do it now as a thing. Like, it's just a, it's a sign of respect. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That's big. Yeah. It, it, but like it is like when you have a group of people doing a haka properly as he's pulling this up, like it is like go baby go time. It's the facial expression. It's that, it's everything. Yeah, it's every, the, the, the sharp like, the sharp movements. Yeah. Like well. I, I I have an eye for drill because my my yeah. past. Yeah. Like the sharp when you have a good. There dr- she goes. She's doing the haka and she's got some big, oh, big teeth. Like the black fur. But, yeah. <laughs> but you, but you also look like her. She is tense in the neck. Yeah. Like she is ready to go. She is really like look. Look at the muscles in her neck. We are watching a haka and they these ladies are ready to cut someone's head off. Yeah. And as I speak, like I'm getting goosebumps. And they're doing this while the other team is just sitting there watching. Yep. I'm pretty sure this is uh, South Africa. Yeah. New Zealand against Australia. Oh, Australia. oh yeah, they're gonna they're gonna pull their A game on that one. Orange and green for Australia. Right? 
Watch their footwork when they start doing their steps. It's great podcasting, but I don't care. It's an audio podcast. Correct. <laughs> How intense they are. Is that slow approach? Yeah. How do you not get fired up after this? Right? I'm fired up right now. Yeah, yeah I want to run through your wall. <laughs> you Please <might>. don't. <laughs> I could. No. <laughs> now he could. Actually, you know what? Try it. Do you really want me to? Uh, I'll, take, I'll take the picture frames down. You can try it. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe a couple more big teeths. Okay. Big teeth. We do have low fills. <laughs> I'm taking those home. <laughs> Well, they're not coming home with me, so... They all look <laughs> so intense. Yeah. yeah. Oh, some drums. <laughs> we gotta add a little bit of bass line there. Yeah, that... That was... That fired me There right is up. no more intimidating entrance to a game Correct. than Correct. It yeah. reminds me of Remember the Titans. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> don't you remember remember the time it, like, it took me a second this is, but I don't get it, it, it this is better but yeah. I just mm. that's yeah. what it reminds me of the black ferns that's what they call the women's rugby team no wonder you like them is um, you are a you're, you're a I'm a fern you're a caramel um, <laughs> they are they are an unreal <laughs> team to watch like if you watch them play they absolutely <laughs> dominate every aspect of the game and could probably be a handful of men's teams. Oh god, they could murder me. <laughs> well, yes, like the, the four of us would get annihilated. Yeah. So like um, I'd go to tackle, and then it'd be like I'd have whiplash. I wouldn't even try. To I tackle. was I about to wrap this up, and then our guest left. He's making a tinkle. At times, we drink a lot of beer and we drink a lot of water. Yeah, correct. Um, I have to urinate. So we'll wrap profusely. this up right, right when, when Mister Hodgson. Hodgson. A um, couple of really delicious beers. Really good beers. I'm thoroughly impressed. Approachability is something that a lot of people in the BC beer market miss the mark on. And I think he's hitting the note on that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, for sure. The Pale Ale, I think, is one of those that I think if you're not into IPAs, and specifically like maybe the English style, it's a very easy way to transition into getting into the hoppier boys. For sure. I yes. very much enjoy it. Look at that. He's cleaning up, too. What They're a tasty man. have this guy over more often. Yeah. <laughs> um, Listen, can I get my dog back? <laughs> uh, Mike, do you have anything else to add or questions for us before we wrap up or anything else you want to so plug or you, say to all the Well, there's lots people. of things I want to plug. Uh, okay, here's a hot take for you. Oh, Cross- baby. He's bring it on. Cross- CrossFit. Is it a sport? CrossFit, is it a sport? No. It's a workout, no. not a it's sport. It's not a sport. It's also kind of a shitty workout, in my opinion. <laughs> it's, Range uh, of motion, folks. It's improper technique. I just, I see a lot of people hurting their elbows improper and their backs. Improper technique of ankles. Ankle yes. Of literally everything. If you yeah. watch them do their pull-ups, they're... I'm going to stop everyone there. That's not a pull-up. That's a kipping pull-up. That's just like you're throwing yourself. But it's a motion, right? Like they're it, not. It, they're it not, is a motion. It's, it's not a pull up. It's not a pull up. Uh, okay, one last question. Uh, Long term, cow dog. What's the vision? 
multi-billion co- co- uh, dollar conglomerate. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. We, we, we all know that's not happening. I don't know. I just want to grow it to a reasonable size uh, where I can employ people that want to be there and just make good beer. Um, just want to be able to support my family and hopefully support other people's families. There you go. There you go. It's a great mission. And I just it's no know. better way to go into business than to support your family and help other people. Yeah, it's you know if theirs, everyone right? if everyone wants to be there and everyone has a, it benefits, it just everyone works a little bit harder. Like yeah. it's just and it's not even trying to like edge out that little bit of work. I mean like when people want to be there, things are just a little bit cleaner. Um, yeah, they you know. They the, they give a little bit of better service. They buy in more. They buy they buy in more, and most importantly, they don't leave. Yeah. Like if one. you know, it's obviously at certain levels, like at certain positions, chances are they're going to, as they get older, they're going to move on to other things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, is you might have one or two people that are going to stick around long term because it's a good position for them. Yep. So I'm hope I'm hoping like, realistically, if I ever get on the news, it's for good things. Yeah. <laughs> like you know. It's, <laughs> As we all hope, yes. yes. Yeah, and you know that's just it. Like, and like some of the stuff that's been coming out with the brewing industry the past few years with some of the um, unpleasantness. Yes, I. We might have touched on that. Yes, that's a very nice way of putting it. Unpleasantness. Yes. I, I just, yep. I, yeah. Fuck that country. Fuck that country. Fuck them. I don't know enough about that situation. I, I, I heard a little yeah. bit about it, but I don't. We're really not putting know. you on the spot. Here. No, I just like you said. It's just our personal opinions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I think that's that's the big thing, right? Like going forward is if you can employ or get to a point where you're employing people and people can stand behind your beer and yep. sell it to people and be like, this is a beer that I personally like to drink. You are mm-hmm. in a really good place. Yeah, and like I want to keep as much of like my second, like my merch um, mm-hmm. like is made by Lago, uh, Lago Apparel here in Langley. Like this, this print job or this, uh, this sew job was done like in Langley. Cool. Um, this this print job was done in Langley. Langley, like it's, I want I want to you know I want to support the local community as much as I can. Yeah. And the merch looks good, folks. The merch it does. Looks and good. It, it will, we'll it. be getting more, and it will be for sale later on. Ooh, <laughs> um, tees. Not for tees. anyone in particular here, but will there be a hoodie? Yes. <laughs> there will be uh, eventually. In that color. There will be eventually, yes. Um, right now, we're kind of just because of I am a one man show. Absolutely, um, <laughs> and it's literally like my personal my, asset. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. So, um, you know, like these are more manageable for me to make, uh, have made, and then to sell. But yes, hoodies are coming down the line, and moving to summer, probably mid to late summer. Hopefully, start getting them ready for the fall. Um, hopefully, uh, I'm working on something with a company, hoping to have something cool for Christmas. Cool, cool. merch, right. merch wise. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying anything else. I'll show these guys offline. <laughs> but, yes. But um, there is something I, I am working on, and I really hope it comes to fruition. Cool. cool. All right. Well, like well, I said earlier, support. If you see this out there, support it. We'll probably shoot out a link to your. To your merch we will for sure um support it like it's it's local people doing good things good beer and if you want the beer ask your liquor store just say just more people ask just more you know like yeah just if it makes my life easier (laughs) especially if i'm getting phone calls from specific areas saying we're having this x amount of people i am more likely to 
put that top of my list and just get down there, like mm. downtown Vancouver. I live in Maple Ridge, so me getting downtown Vancouver is is a trek, and I will do it if I have enough uh, influence or not influence, but um, interest. Yeah, yeah. big. Right. Yeah. And so I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go where where people are asking me. That's yeah. and I, I don't get me wrong. I'm gonna be hitting everywhere else, everywhere else in between as well. Mm-hmm. You might not think know. it, but when you ask your local liquor store for a, a specific product, they're gonna bring it in. Thing. If they yes, hear one they person will. specifically asking for a, I com- got, a company, you know, I got Fuggles and Warlock on the island because I kept on harassing them because my wife wanted their strawberry yeah. dream. Yeah. <laughs> I, I literally kept on ba- uh, harassing like every uh, companies will get into places if the places want them. It's totally so. Do you talk talk with your wallet? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know if there my sign off has ever meant more than this podcast. All praise be to the dog pound. <laughs> yes. And in this case, <laughs> in this case we're talking Cow Dog Bruco. The Wolf the Cow Dog. We yeah. are We're behind it. Oh, I'm going to steal that sample later. We, we should <laughs> sign off before this gets um, weirder. Thanks, Mike. Oh, no. I... <laughs> yeah, thanks, Mike, for coming thanks, on. Man. Thank you, Mike. Thanks, will... thanks, Mike. This probably won't be the last time. Hopefully, we'll yeah. keep in touch. Yes, we'll see you we, next we week. Like, we like beer. Product. We like dogs. We like, we like beer. We like yes. beer. And we like dogs. Ooh, sports. <laughs> Cheers, guys.